0: Start recording right now if You're gonna you're recording the final hours of my twenties, Reese. You're documenting it.
1: Oh damn Dan, is it coming?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh shit. I got
0: five hours to go here. And I, I exit. I will never be 20-something ever again. Damn, dude, you're going to be 30 tomorrow. Not in this lifetime. That's intense. Well, it's <clears> nice <throat> knowing you, Dan. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear a lot of, yeah, when we're talking tomorrow we you're going to hear, hear a lot of groans, a lot of cracking bones. Yeah.
1: What I want to hear is, like, when you get up and sit down, I want to hear that,
0: well, ah! oh, <laughs> I already do that at a time. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I do, too. I definitely do that, too. So tomorrow's a big day, okay? So January 25th is Dano's birthday. Before mm-hmm. I forget, I'm putting that in here. Oh, are you recording? Just,
0: I am, i have been recording for uh, <laughs> for a couple hours now. I'm going to send you the whole thing. No, not okay. really. I've been recording for about five minutes, it looks like.
1: Okay. Well, we don't want to miss any of this gold at the beginning of the episode, no, you know? I get it. No, we don't. All right. So Dan Euler's birthday. I'm just going to put this in here. It, it wanted to spell correct to Ulysses. That to was the big weird. U. <laughs> uh, if only. Okay, so this is an all-day event. I'm going to put it on... Um, <laughs> I'm sure my listeners are loving this. Put it on my regular events calendar.
0: That's right. I didn't really give you a chance to... I know you don't do as much editing. I didn't give you a chance to do uh, your intro. In I don't really seconds. have an intro. Yeah. yeah, I guess you already introduced me last week. People are over it.
1: Oh, you mean on this one? Yeah. Yeah, well, it seems like...
0: You do something normally, like a little intro and everything. I do have an intro, so, yeah, yeah. But
1: see, this is like one of those things, and I'm I'm kind of like... I'm being very meta, I think, right now. I'm breaking the oh, third oh. barrier, or it's the third wall, <laughs> because I am, I am going to just drag this on until my listeners get tired of this and wonder, when the fuck is Reese's going to like actually start this podcast and then i'll lead into (laughs) my intro (laughs) and you'll play your intro music my buddy joe likes to listen to my podcast and uh text me while he's listening to it so i'll just get like his stream of consciousness of of like his like what the fuck moments as he's listening he'll just like text me random comments and i'm like joe just wait 10 minutes and i'll answer that question just keep (laughs) listening
0: (laughs) i think i got one of those from uh from adam when we were talking about different cocktails or something okay uh, and you like yeah it was it's it's fun you get getting like a live a live tweet of it yeah and then yeah when the question is answered 10 minutes later they'll they'll say oh never mind
1: yeah it's funny oh oh <laughs> yeah just just give it a minute and uh and it'll answer that question just hold on so hold on joe i know you're probably losing your panties right now but just hang
0: tight Hang tight, everyone.
1: Hang on. All right, I've got Dan Euler's birthday saved into my phone. So Here, I can
0: vamp while you're if you're still adding stuff. Uh, I just found out my condo looks like we're gonna try to add a gym into the little community room down there. That's great. That's great news. That's that's great news, Dan. Isn't that? I'm that's gonna, have gonna a be gym, awesome. a Home gym, just like you, Reese. Nice. I'm so proud of you, Dan. You work so hard for that. I. Did not join the committee this year. I haven't even gone to any of these meetings. Oh, really? we're all allowed to go to. Oh, that's funny. There was one I was supposed to be at that I definitely did not go to. Nah, yeah, fuck it. Other people can make decisions. It's kind of like voting. Um, it what? It, it included <laughs> vote. They were like, you have to be here because everyone needs to vote. I'm like, we need a vote to take action. Um, and I called bullshit on that. <laughs> and they have said <laughs> nothing to me about what my vote would be for anything, so okay fair i think now. they figured it out all right got it
1: uh all right so now i'm gonna do my intro if anybody's still listening um all right everybody so welcome to episode 50 i finally made it to 50 it's been over a year somehow i went like i don't know three months without recording a podcast episode 50 reese's peace january 24th thank you dan thank you everybody i know everybody's clapping on the other side it's January 24th. As Dan said, it is the day, the night, the eve, uh, before Dan's 30th birthday. That is very exciting. It's a Monday night. Very exciting stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Sitting down with my good pal, Reese, to say goodbye to my 20s. Yeah. To put him in a rocket ship, shoot him into space, <laughs> never seeing him again. Good riddance. Don't need him anymore. You're out of here, 20s. The wild years are over, Reese. That's right. All your wild years. It's nothing but responsibility and hardships from here on out. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Does that mean no more online dating? No more online dating. Well, there's no more online dating because I've been dating the same person, Lizzie, for about four months now? Ah, yeah,
1: oh, that's not as fun. But about about I'm I'm months. happy for
0: you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, Reese. <laughs>
1: Good. That's great. Yeah. I was, uh, I meant to ask about that. So that's, that's been going well. It has been. Yeah, that's
0: right. I did tell you, cause I remember you, that yeah, you were very interested in all in the whole online dating, um, process. Yeah. And then I remember after telling you that I met Lizzie, it was like a few weeks, it was pretty soon in probably like a month. Yeah. I don't think I have updated you or anything. So it's probably only a month in. And I remember telling you that <laughs> we had the discussion. You're know, like, "Hey, that's great," and then I did realize. But you, you don't get any new news from the online <laughs> dating world, though. Not for me, at least. You got to yeah. find somebody else. That's still true. Going on all those
1: new dates. You were my connection to the outside world, Dan. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so that was that was brand new for you, though. So like, you it had was. jumped on the dating scene, basically, and because it started kind of while you were in a relationship, right? Like the whole online dating scene got kind of like really big, or like really. Yeah, I think it was access. probably like
0: latter half of when we were in college was probably when it started getting. Yeah, it was really kicking... Tinder was really kicking off. Yeah, yeah. And Now there's like any every number of apps to. <laughs> Tinder doesn't have this. I met I actually did met Lizzie through Tinder. There, huh. There's a few different apps. Um, okay. I don't think Tinder has the same. It has that connotation that we probably have from those college years. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. It's not it, definitely not exclusively that anymore. There's huh. people on there looking to go on dates, get to know people. No kidding. Mm-mm.
1: Okay. All right, and that's how you met Lizzie. It is. All right. Well, very good. So I mean, it's what is that? Isn't there one of the dating apps? that's like
0: it's it's the the app that's designed to be deleted. That one is called Hinge. That one's Hinge. I think okay. that's there their slogan okay uh i never got i think bumble was another one i never got bumble okay that one is one where i think uh men are not allowed to make to make any of the first moves the okay lady has to make the first move
1: interesting yeah because it's founded by a woman i think
0: mm. yeah
1: okay all right well okay so you were in the online dating scene a while back Uh, you were here in September.
0: When was that? When did I drive? Yeah. That might've been September. I think it was September. Early September-ish, mid-September-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah, that was like right, that would have been like right around the time that you met Lizzie, maybe shortly after. It was shortly after. Yeah. Okay. So you were fresh off of the, like you, at that point, I think you, 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 you're, you're fresh off of the dating app, so it was still fresh in mind, and you you had told me about that uh, Aziz Ansari book, Modern Romance, which I read. Mm-hmm. It was good. Highly nice. recommended. Um, Has Alyssa read that yet? Um, I don't know that she's gonna. um no. I can't even get her to listen to my damn podcast. I should probably just like, like talk some extra special shit about her on one of these episodes and see if it finally works its way around till she gets to it.
0: Because you well, know. don't ever, don't ever <laughs> listen to this one because maybe I'll, I did want to get you guys. I wanted to get you guys that book as like a thank you for letting me stay there. Yeah, now, you've already read it, so you've ruined you've ruined your gift. But yeah, maybe I'll still get her the book then, and then she'll get the thank you for both of you letting me stay there and. <laughs> You can watch. (laughs) I will probably just
1: end up just reading it again.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but you'll get to see all the. Did you read it or did you listen to it? I forget.
1: Um, I read it, but I read it digitally, so like I just read it on my tablet. I did not listen to it.
0: So you got to see all the like charts and everything.
1: I got to see the charts. I don't think they were probably quite as good as if um, if I was like reading an actual book. I don't think they came in very well, but I did see them, and I tried to pay attention to them. You there, Reese? But I, I have this mentality. Kind of like when I was younger. Wait a second. Dan, are you frozen?
0: You were frozen for a sec there. You hear me again? I hear you. Okay. Now now I hear you again. You're moving. Interesting. That was
1: weird. Yeah, you were frozen in this, like, like staring off into your computer screen space
0: look on your face i was also not moving at all so i don't know who knows oh maybe (laughs) you weren't frozen i was just sitting here watching you (laughs) trying to figure out if uh if i was frozen you were pulling my leg or not yeah (laughs) if you froze in a position like this just waiting for me to say something
1: it's like that jackass in every photo who uh happens to be smiling or bursting out laughing Mm -hmm. not fooling me bud
0: not fooling Riso. (laughs) so yeah wait what what were you saying i missed the last thing you said
1: uh, so I was re- I I did read Modern Romance uh, on my tablet, so I did mm. see the graphs. But like, just like when I was younger, a graph is like a convenient space filler. So it means that I get to cover pages faster. So <laughs> despite being an engineer and having a tremendous appreciation for data and graphs, I didn't linger too long. I think I lingered as long
0: as I felt that it was relevant to the text. Gotcha. And moved on. That was one thing because I had listened to the audiobook and he was like trying to describe plots and yes. also like kind of actively giving you shit for listening to the audiobook, like calling <laughs> you a lazy shit for not reading I, the book. And- <laughs> I
1: did actually listen to the audiobook kind of like delayed. So, like, I listened to the audiobook only up to the point that I had read. Mm. And so it was kind of like reinforcing it. So I, I do recall that and it, and it was nice to hear actually Aziz reading his own book and yeah he, he was definitely given a shit for listening to the audiobook. That
0: yeah. <laughs> was funny some added, added comedic touch in there. Nice. yeah
1: yeah because I didn't you know I don't get that from from reading the book. Um, but yeah, so I read that book um, and I don't know about you, but I'd like have a hell of a time listening to audiobooks and actually retaining the information unless I've already like read it. Cause like reading is like, uh, it's not like hypnosis. It's like meditating for me. It's like, it's way easier for me to focus on what's happening. If I'm reading the words versus if I'm like listening to it, I will literally think about anything else because it's not my mental voice going on in my head. It's somebody else's voice. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Well that's funny you say meditating cuz cause i cause that's a, i think of it as meditating as well but in a different way where when i'm trying to listen my mind starts to wander the way it does when i'm you're sitting trying to meditate yep. and all of a sudden you start thinking yep. about something else yep. that's what's happening when yeah when i'm trying to listen to the audiobook <laughs> whereas with yeah with reading it's almost more you're more you have to focus more yeah and that's not to say i still don't get into those states where you read the same paragraph like four times. Oh yeah. Cause your, your mind is wandering cause that's yep. how minds work. But
1: yeah, it is, it is easier to focus. And like on, you know, you kind of, I think you touched on the mindfulness thing and at the end of the last podcast before we hit stop, um, that you're kind of looking into that. And that's kind of like why I, one of the reasons why I started reading is because it's so fucking hard for me to sit there like in complete silence and just like, let my mind be blank mm-hmm. that I, I thought that reading would be like a step like a stepping stone to get there you know have you have you like tried meditating?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do meditate um and it's one of those things just like reading that is it's hard and just like working it's like working out too it's kind of although now working out is part of it's so ingrained in my routine that it comes easiest, but it's the same like it takes effort to do it. And it's hard. Eventually, you you like feel good because you're doing it, but it's yeah. hard to make that link. You don't have like the immediate link of like all the dopamine hits you get immediately from doing other things. There's yep. distance between it, so you just have to logically like pay attention and realize, oh, I feel good because I'm doing this thing consistently. Yeah. Um. I have I have felt this way. I've been struggling to get myself to read more at night. Because um, it's so easy to like listen to podcasts or audiobooks falling asleep. Yeah, but I don't. I don't get the same like therapeutic like like you're saying the. It's almost like has the benefits of meditating that it feels like it clears my head more. Yeah, forces me to focus on something. I'm like in the moment, paying attention to this story that I'm reading instead of listening to a podcast and also thinking about ten other things at once too. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think. God, like reading, because I don't do it very often, maybe this isn't a surprise to a lot of people. So um, (laughs) this seems so like revolutionary to me, but it's like reading is an amazing thing. Like if you think about like in your day-to-day life, your brain, you are thinking about one thing, but like it will just tangent into a bunch of different directions throughout the day. But like reading is one of those instances hopefully like I or or what I imagine meditating is supposed to be like with the you know just absence of the reading going on where you're focusing on one thing and that like whenever does that happen that never happens any other time yep these days never yeah I mean even if you don't even have any stimulus like my mind will go to so many different things Mm -hmm. it's pretty incredible
0: and that's the that's the whole – have you started listening to any of those uh, uh, or reading any of the books I did send you on, like, mindfulness and Buddhism?
1: I've, I wanted to, like, actually read it because I knew that I suck at listening. Um, and so um, I figured out where I could get it because um, my local, like, um, digital library didn't have it. Um, mm-hmm. and so I was going to read a sample before I got too deep into it and I started reading it and I was actually a little bit confused wondering if I had the right book because it's like mm-hmm. numbered paragraphs and like each one doesn't seem to like really connect to the other. Like, let me pull it open for you. I'll, I'll like, maybe, <laughs> maybe we get to the bottom of this right here on the podcast. Yeah, let's take a look at it. This is live action shit here. I think it was Kindle because I went to Amazon because that was like where you could buy the digital book. It was like six bucks. So I figured it w- if it was the right one, then I would just
0: buy it. Um, uh, all right. So it, it was, it definitely was like a bunch of number. And the audiobook I was listening to, it was a bunch of numbered things. So I have no idea what it did look like. But okay. the first one, the one that was first on that list, yes, I think would be a bunch of numbered things yeah. and you'd probably i think the audiobook was like less than it was like an hour and a half or less an hour long it was a real quick one
1: okay so this is the tao Te ching yeah so something like that yeah this is the first one on the list okay. which is like the buddhist equivalent of a bible essentially right
0: uh i have no idea uh about okay. that but...
1: all right maybe not um all right so dan close your eyes and and pretend that i'm an audiobook okay. and tell me if this sounds like the audiobook.
0: All right, I'm 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 ready. Ready for it.
1: All right. The Tao that can be trodden is not the enduring and unchanging Tao. The name that can be named is not the enduring and unchanging name. Conceived of as having no name is the originator of heaven and earth. Conceived of as having a name, it is the mother of all things. Does it sound familiar?
0: Is this like the first line of the book? Pretty much. So, yeah, that's a little... There's a lot to like. Try to interpret there. The whole thing's not like that. There's there's bullet points. You'll get to the bullet point eventually. The one that made me want to tell you about this specifically, where they say, "The key to <laughs> to uh like peaceful life is low expectations. The man uh, the man and woman with low expectations will never be disappointed."
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. So, for instance, I've just kind of jumped to a random section. It is better to leave a vessel unfilled than to attempt to carry it when it is full. If you keep feeling a point that has been sharpened, the point cannot long preserve its sharpness. It just seems like a bunch of like yeah, some of those are wise true. sayings.
0: Yeah, that's not quite what I. Can I see it? it? Like, is there a cover on there or something?
1: Uh, there might. Who's,
0: who's it by? Uh,
1: let me look. Uh, Lao Tzu? That was the name that was on your Hang
0: on, I'm trying to find list. my history. Lao Tzu, yeah. Tao Te Ching, and then the audiobook was narrated by Stephen Mitchell, but you don't have the audiobook.
1: Correct. So this this is the the image that they show me. Oh, yeah, that's different than mine. Okay, I wonder if there's a different... Nope, that's, that's the first page. And granted, yeah. this is... This is like the the sample that Amazon is giving to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it is if it is weird, I'd say don't force it. I'd go just jump to the next one. They're both the same. Those first two are kind of the same thing, like very high level um, overviews of of Buddhism. Thousand, what, what is it? Ten thousand feet view or thirty thousand feet? view or whatever sure but like how
1: would how would you describe it though because like the way that i'm reading this at least the section that i have access to in the like example is is kind of just a string of mutually exclusive seemingly unlinked
0: thoughts it was kind of like that but i thought they were like longer that there was only it was an hour long and there was only like 30 or something really Maybe I wasn't paying attention closely. That w- I listened to that one second, yeah. So maybe I didn't pay as much, or I wasn't paying attention as closely <laughs> as the first one. Maybe it did start off with those. Interesting.
1: So maybe maybe you just caught like the little tidbits of wisdom here and there that like really resonated with you. Yeah. Huh. Like the low expectations one. Sure. I mean, that's the type of thing that I think would be probably kind of valuable to do as an audiobook because you, you could just like snag those little one-liners here and there that are oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh? Okay.
0: And I also, so I also, maybe I'm just able to as well, like that word soup in the beginning a little bit that this is like the fourth or fifth book on this type of topic. I am reading. Yeah. So I'm a little more primed for that, I think. I think if the first one book I opened said that immediately, I would have been like what the fuck is this talking about? I yeah. don't know. I don't know how to interpret this or what to do with this. Um Yeah. But after reading several first, I when you read that first one, like based on everything else I've read, I feel like I have a little more context to take that and know how to interpret it and sit with it and Huh figure out how to apply it to life okay so maybe i need to skip to the second one on the list yeah the second one's more of a book and less of a and not a collection of buddhist sayings or principles or whatever that what that is
1: yeah it really seemed like that's what it was so let's see here so your list was uh Tao Te ching by lao Tzu and then the um or su As in, like, Shih Tzu. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) And then, uh... Shih Tzu. Uh, And then the second one is The Beginner's Guide to Buddhism. So, yeah, I probably should have started with that. (laughs) Now, having read the titles and thought about it a little bit more, I probably should have started there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I gave it... I even told you to try Tao Te Ching first, but, um... Again, maybe it's a little, uh... I've got, like, tunnel vision on the stuff so okay all right
1: i'll start that next one and uh you know ease into it maybe that way i was looking for something to to read i need to get back into reading i've been watching way too much tv lately it's rotting my brain
0: yeah what you've been watching
1: uh letter kenny is a bit of it very nice but i'm current with that um so it's oftentimes just a lot of like you know, I use my PlayStation Four as like my streaming service, so I have like Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff on there. So I just go to the YouTube yep. app, and you know, it'll give you like I don't know, 15 video suggestions. Nice. What what is annoying as a millennial and with my uh, instant gratification brain is that there isn't a like, give me more video recommendations button. Like They give you those videos, and if, if you watch one long enough and you go back to that selection of videos, it'll update them to all new ones, but if you if you go through them and you don't find any of them that you want to watch, you're fucked. you got to close the app and come fucked. back. You're yes, absolutely fucked. You're fucked. Yep, you might as well just kill yourself because <laughs> there's no entertainment it's, for you. It's
0: all over. <laughs> uh, even if you have, I don't know, even having more uh, um, potential things to watch... Still results for me in like scrolling through a bunch feeling like I can't commit to something new and then watching something I've already seen anyway. yeah
1: that is the thing it takes a lot of energy sometimes to watch something new or not a lot of energy but just a lot of your your focus willpower and... <laughs> like a kind mind. of Kind of yeah like I haven't been able to like commit to a movie um, although well I haven't been able to commit to a movie very readily. Like in a long time, it's like I have to stick to like, you know, the twenty-five minute shows.
0: You know. Yeah, but then you'll watch like four of them in a row. I'll oh yeah, like four or five in a row. So yeah, I'll I've watch enough. A, the length of a movie anyway. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: two movies yep. sometimes, yep. <laughs> even more. But like, like the the Ninja Turtles. I think that's is that Marvel.
0: Uh, I don't think Ninja Turtles is Marvel.
1: I don't know what it is, but it's something. I, I
0: think there's like a. Um, there are theories, maybe even not theories, maybe it's legit, that the Ninja Turtles uh, were created by the same ooze that created Daredevil, the Marvel character. Interesting. Wait. Hang on, Dare- I want to pop a quick Google on this quick. Um, isn't, isn't Daredevil the blind one? Yeah, they're neither. Tim and T TMNT are neither Marvel or DC. Oh. Um, it, it's like a spoof. To... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was like almost a yes. Uh, Daredevil's the blind one, and the turtles were kind of like a spoof of that character. Really? Yeah. Huh.
1: Interesting. Okay. So them and what about that's why, that's why
0: all all the like uh, um yeah, What are all the parallels? One of them the the turtles sensei is uh, Splinter because yeah. Daredevil sensei is Stick. His name is Stick. <laughs> Uh, there, there's like there's a bunch of stuff like that. <laughs>
1: okay, all right, and and so, okay, so so in the two new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's um ah what's her face, the one that like everybody thinks is so hot,
0: and to be honest, she is. Um, she has dark hair. Megan Fox. Yes. Are you talking about the new? I haven't seen any of the new Turtles. I've seen. The Secret of the Us, the second Ninja Turtles movie, live action Ninja Turtles movie. Like from the nineties. Oh yeah, and I okay. think that's it. And I've seen that mo- many times. <laughs> so okay, that's
1: the uh, only one I've seen. I've only seen the original, like from like nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty nine. Mm. I had that one on VHS. I used to watch that one all the time. Okay, but it didn't. It didn't hold up well. <laughs> I started watching. I now.
0: doubt it. <laughs> I don't think it was ever. It didn't even. It didn't hold up because it was never actually. We were just young and naive yeah it's weird like all the things that were
1: apparently terrible and we enjoyed so much as kids and now we like watch them back and like we realize why everybody thought they were terrible but it's like we have such fond memories of them
0: oh yeah that's why like i love space jam is like one of my favorite movies really i can watch it now and tell that that's a it was it's a terrible movie but really it was so fun at the time and i still love watching it because such fond memories of it
1: Boy, now I don't even want to revisit it. I kind of like the
0: memory of it better than, you know... Oh, you'll still you'll still love it. Yeah, okay. You'll still enjoy it. If you enjoyed it back then, you'll still enjoy it now. I did. I think it's just people that, like, haven't... Anyone who, like, wasn't it wasn't their thing back in the day or has never seen it, and you show it to them today, they're... I don't think... It's going to be an uphill battle trying to convince them this is a good movie huh. <laughs> you should spend your time watching.
1: I will say that I didn't want to watch the new one with uh, What's-His-Face, um... LeBron LeBron James James. Mm -hmm. yeah I didn't want to watch that I don't like remakes
0: yeah I'm hesitant I'm sure it's fine Um, yeah it's probably a good time yeah Um, yeah. it's fun
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I asked a guy who uh, it's funny because last week I forget if we were recording when we said this but you went and saw Spider-Man and you were like yeah you know, it was fun (laughs) I was talking to another guy who uh, went and saw it like Saturday night and I asked him about it the next day and he was like yeah it was good
0: <laughs> like, all right.
1: Did
0: <laughs> you go see it yet?
1: No, I'm, I I have not been
0: Dude. to the movie theater in a long time. Dude, oh yeah, that's true. It is a. Uh, it was weird. It was weird being back, in. I've been in a the theater maybe twice. Yeah. In the last year, several months, and it was yeah. strange. I think we
1: went once, okay. and it was very weird. Okay. So, getting back to Transformers, is Transformers kind of on the level of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where they're neither DC or, or Marvel?
0: I don't think they are. I don't know much about Transformers uh, except Megan Fox is in one of those movies as well. Yeah,
1: that's that's what kind of got me on the parallel with that. Wasn't she in more than one? Thought she was in more than one. I mean, I know uh, they she's ditched in the her first
0: one. So was Shia LaBeouf. I don't know if either of them were in the next one.
1: I think Shia carried over because they ditched Megan Fox and like replaced her with somebody else. Or like he, they, the the two of them had broken up in the second movie, and then like he just got himself a brand new woman. Mm. <laughs> was kind of like a slap in the face I imagine <laughs> the Megan Fox oh well
0: oh, yeah. Uh, were, you a, were you a Transformers person?
1: Um, I remember when I was a kid I really 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 wanted like a really uh, representative accurately representative Transformers model but I didn't watch any of the like TV shows when I was younger
0: mm.
1: I knew yeah. of them I knew they were bitching
0: they they were, <laughs> yeah. I was never the Transformers person. either. I didn't watch the shows really. Yeah, I, I think I did watch Turtles. I would watch the Turtles. Yeah, man. Had turtle toys. Would play the Turtles games. Okay. Yeah, I the, think I had a Turtles game on Sega or something. I think it was like a time travel one. Was the best game, maybe. Yeah, because that was Turtles in Time. That was definitely the best one.
1: Okay. I had a uh, a bicycle helmet that was like nearly neon green. And I think it was the purple. So is that Leo? Leonardo? Oh, man. The color is purple. Is ro- or blue what? or purple, whatever.
0: I want to say Raphael. Hang on. Now we I don't think it's
1: Raph. Raph is like red.
0: Leo's blue. Um, that's all I know. Who's blue? Oh, purple's Donatello. Oh, man. I was totally wrong. Donnie, right? the smart one. Well let me ask you this do you know all their uh, all the different um, personalities of the turtles I
1: don't you know it's hard for
0: me to even remember all four of their names there's like honest. mnemonic devices terrible ones but
1: really okay so you have you have Donatello Raphael mm-hmm. Michelangelo and Leonardo that's probably the first time I've ever been able to name them nonstop yeah you did it Okay, so Donatello is the smart one, right? He's the one who's like portrayed as like you know with the gadgets and the glasses and the new
0: one. Donatello does machines. That's how you remember it, with the D- the do. Okay, he does machines. <laughs> Raphael.
1: He's the one with attitude.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a rude party dude.
1: Rude party dude. Okay, mm-hmm. and then there is.
0: Michelangelo, who's kind of like easygoing and, and likable. I don't remember his, how you're supposed to remember that one, but yeah, I think he's like a surfer bro or something.
1: Yes, I get that. Okay. And then Leonardo, he's the leader.
0: Yes, there you go. Nailed it. You nailed that one.
1: Oh, I didn't even, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize, it made me wonder, like in, in the movies, like how did they pick him? Like, they, I don't know that they ever covered that. Why was he the leader? I don't understand. I don't know either.
0: Whatever. We'd have to go back and watch. I guess so, but
1: you'd have to like go way, way, way back, like before all the movies that I actually watched.
0: <laughs> I uh, never, I never read. I actually have a bunch of up in my closet upstairs right now. I have a bunch of turtles comics. My brother yeah. read read them, and I kind of just like took all those from home. Eventually, there's a bunch of old. Like there's like some uh, Batman, Superman in there too, but there's a ton of turtles ones. Huh. And I've heard. That the Turtles comic was, even though it was like a Daredevil spoof, it was more adult than other comics at the time. Like, it was darker. Interesting. Uh, oh, that, that's the other parallel, is uh, the bad guys in um, Turtles are uh, Shredder. Foot, the Foot Clan. The Foot Clan, yeah. Uh, or just the Foot, yeah. Is it the Foot Clan? The Foot? It's the Foot Clan. Um, and then in uh, Daredevil Marvel, the bad ninja group is the Hand.
1: I know. I had no idea about all of these parallels. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Is there a new Daredevil, or is there still just a Ben Affleck one?
0: Uh, there was the there was the Netflix series with Charlie Cox. That one was really oh. good. I liked that. There's three seasons of that. Whoa. I
1: don't. Did you know... not know
0: about? I mean, we could man, we can get way into this. There's three. There's three Daredevil seasons. There's two Jessica Jones seasons. There's the two Jessica seasons Jones? of Luke Cage. She's one of the defenders. So there's these four characters that they did on netflix they each had their own series and then they all came together for one series of the defenders where they fight against the hand um (laughs) they're all they're all mostly good um except for iron fist which wasn't very good but daredevil jessica jones those were all great
1: um i don't know that you're trying
0: to get away from the tv but I know, yeah. I don't think I'm going to get into that.
1: Like, the, the superhero... I can do superhero movies. Like, that was what I ended up settling on. What I was able to actually sit through was the two mm-hmm. new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. I don't know why. Probably because they're mindless and easy to follow. But, Probably, um, like,
0: pretty to look at. Lots of colors.
1: Yep, which just pretty to look at. Not to mention Megan Fox is on there, so she's, you know, okay to watch running around. Um, and,
0: what oh, was I going to say I, this Luke Cage, isn't that from Mortal Kombat? Um, Luke Cage is not in Mortal Kombat. Uh, I'm thinking of Luke Kane. Yeah, is that it?
1: Yeah, but uh, Johnny Cage. Man, I got them all mixed up. Johnny yeah, Cage Johnny is Cage one of the characters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep, that is right. I don't think Luke Cage and Johnny Cage are related. No, probably not.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that movie doesn't stand up well either. I don't know if you watched the like, what is it, late '80s, early '90s, Mortal Kombat. I watched it in preparation for the new one and didn't watch oh, it. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> you didn't watch the new one. I did not watch the new one, Reese. The new one's fun. Is it? <laughs> is it good, Dan? Would you watch I it? Watch it. It was really yeah. fun. Okay.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I, I did the same thing. Actually, I did it in reverse order. I watched the new one. It was a good time, and I was like, I'm gonna go watch this old one again. Yeah. Uh, how was that <laughs> it was also a good time <laughs> that's a, that's one of those perfect movies for uh, I think it was too cold by the time I watched it but for, for the cigar movie nights I do with that, oh, that group yeah. of guys I know yeah you, you fire up one of the, a movie like that in the garage and you light up some cigars and you just mystery science theater it and talk during make joke, crack jokes during the whole thing interesting yeah you could
1: definitely do that through the whole one like they take mm-hmm. themselves so seriously in that movie It is, it's over the top (laughs) I liked it I guess it was alright I really liked it when I was younger my cousin and I would always like do the the different um, the different ninja dudes like there's Scorpion and Sub-Zero and yep and maybe one other one I forget are there Uh, more
0: than Scorpion and Sub-Zero I want to say there's another one because there's like yellow
1: and red and blue I think Ah, I don't know who the red one is. Yeah, now I'm second-guessing myself.
0: I might be at Up Down tomorrow night the arcade bar. I'll go hop on Mortal Kombat, see if I can find out who this red guy is. There you go. play a few rounds with him.
1: There you go. I actually, for for one Halloween, I went as a four-armed dude that was somewhat loosely inspired by... um,
0: (laughs) What's his Uh, name? Yeah, what's the dude's name? Damn it. Kratos? Prince... Prince...
1: What's his name? I know you're googling it. Uh Gor Oh, you're oh, close. Oh, I'm real close. Um Goro I, like
0: pretty much had it. Goro.
1: Goro. Damn it. Yeah, Prince Goro with his four fucking arms.
0: Yeah, that dude's wild.
1: He is wild. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> Yeah, computer animation was not a thing back then. Just like the the teenage mutant ninja turtles were kinda rough. Goro was pretty rough. <laughs> uh,
0: the turtles were all uh, Jim Henson creations, too, I think.
1: Jim Henson.
0: Is that the Muppets guy? Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. That, that tracks. That's interesting. I might have to go. I, I've started watching the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'll watch like five mm-hmm. minutes of it, and then I'll get bored and like, go do something else. <laughs>
0: and then I'll come back and watch like another five minutes. <laughs> I've heard that those suits were like uh, dangerously hot. Oh, I bet of those turtle suits to be like acting and trying to do martial arts in them.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's no
0: breathability in there. Yeah, something that wouldn't be legal to put a actor in today. Ah, bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up. Reese needs his entertainment. That's right. do make movies the way they used to, like I Teenage know. Mutant Ninja Turtles and The Secret of the U's. Secret of the U's, The pinnacle of cinema. Of course.
1: Yes. How could I how could I talk bad about the pinnacle of cinema? Mm-hmm. All right. So we, we were getting on on the topic of uh, online dating.
0: And so We were out. I was about to jump back to audiobooks too, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with online dating. No, let me let me, let me hear what you got problem. about audiobooks. Did you it's, not, it's no, it's a it's small. Well, okay. So yeah, it's short. So let me get it out of the way. I got I finally got Dune. Since the movie just came out. The okay. waitlist for Dune was like three That's right
1: that's right you mentioned that
0: now the problem is what's the problem dan it's what is this a 21 hour audiobook holy balls so i've been able to listen at i can't really go faster than 1.25 times speed once i get to 1.5 i like can't it's yeah. too fast it like so- starts to sound goofy <laughs> yeah and yeah i can't really follow it as well mm-hmm so even doing 1.25, I, it means I got to, with how many days I'm able to check this, I'm not going to be able to renew the checkout, I don't think, because there's so many people on the wait list. Oh, shit. Um, so I have to listen to like two hours every day, pretty much, <laughs> if I want to finish this thing in time. Really? Like how long, I, I got them for like three weeks. How long do you get them? I think it's just a two week, and I I wasn't able to start until today, so I'm down to... Well, uh, maybe it is two weeks. I mean, yeah, it's a 14 day checkout. Okay. Uh, but it's, it's, so it's doing 11 days. I'm 4% in. Wow. Yeah. You got to really knock
1: some shit out, Dan. I'm keeping you from that.
0: Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to know what happens in the book Dune before I go watch the movie. Do you already have like story. tickets or something? No. no, no, I think it's on HBO max even. I can just watch it. Uh, oh, right solid. at home, right in the home theater. Comfort of your own home.
1: I actually yeah. kind of prefer it.
0: Uh, it's nice. Yeah. I got a good sound system now. I got these, uh, Hue light bars. Did I tell you about these oh, light yeah. bars? Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, it's super cool. It
1: would be pretty neat. Really, like, immerse you in the colors. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cooler for some movies than others. If you're watching, if I'm watching, like, Batman, probably not that many. It's just dark gonna be, shit. like, <laughs> yeah, real dark color <laughs> scheme. That's not much going on behind the TV in that one.
1: Yeah. Gotta do Avatar. My favorite movie Mar- of all time. Marvel
0: movies are usually... Pre- oh, yeah, Avatar would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, Reese, Avatar movies. was such an interesting phenomenon that it is, like, the way it's the highest-grossing movie or whatever, or, or close, still number two or whatever, um, but no one besides you can remember what like <laughs> the name of, like, two characters from that movie. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I probably couldn't name two of them now. <laughs>
1: I could name one.
0: Sully's one, right? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have come up with that on my own, though. Jake Sully? That's all I know. Jake Sully. And I don't know why I know that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the only reason why I thought that was so fantastical was because I saw it in 3D like two or three times when it first Mm -hmm. came out. Because there was like nothing else to do, and I thought it was just so amazing the first time I saw it. I was like, I'm going to get more people to come and see it with me this next time, and the different people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. That's like why it did so well just because it was so pretty on um, yeah. IMAX and it was but pretty. it was a terrible movie. In my opinion. <laughs> you take that back, Dan.
1: I'm gonna come over there and talk to you.
0: Yeah, come come tell me how it is. Yeah.
1: No, I don't I don't even I mean, watching it, it was I don't I don't think the story was particularly fantastical. I just liked it.
0: It, right. they're probably just the colors I guess and just the flying around and shit mm-hmm. I wasn't that surprised when uh, when the unobtainium now unobtainium is that uh, difficult to get your hands on Reese? I would imagine that it's very difficult to obtain okay yeah
1: yeah hence, hence being on a different you know different planet that you gotta travel like what is it like 20 years to get there or something
0: Is that what it was? Look at that! You you remember some some interesting details that aren't the names of people.
1: (laughs) There was interesting. Like space travel is very interesting to me. Like those space movies, Mm -hmm. like Interstellar, that was pretty neat. But um, that was neat. That was a good one. Yeah, I want to say like they had to go into like hypersleep. I want to say it was like around three months to multiple years. (laughs) Okay, I buy it. In the span of that, I would say. Yeah,
0: okay, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the uh, the quick detour there. You no, did, no, no, that's all right. Questions about um, curiosities about the world of online dating. Well, I
1: so let me tell you about something, Dan. I okay. joined Bumble. Oh really? Bumble
0: BFF. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. They,
0: I have heard of that. Um, okay. One of the early dates I went on, the girl was new to town. And mm-hmm. she was using that to, like, yeah, meet friends around the city as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I just heard about it. I think I... Uh, no, I, I want to say that I heard about it a while back because I was, like, looking for friends, looking for ways to make friends, like, kind of at the end of last year. And um, I'm doing it kind of at the worst time. So for all my podcast listeners who are, like, just tuning in, this is probably be the first time that I tell everybody that we're having a baby in June. And so, like... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, between now and then, seemed like a great time to make friends, but then I realized that like a lot of the friends that I'm probably going to make are going to, you know, at least a lot of them that I've run into so far are like single or married and don't have kids, and then I'm about to be that guy that I wanted to cut off when I was not with child. Oh, like, yeah. When a friend of mine would have a kid, I would be like, all right, you're pretty much dead to me now.
0: See you. I could see that if I, cause yeah, when I came downtown, I was like the, all the dates were like partly meeting new people. And now that I've met, now that I'm not going on more Mm -hmm. dates. Yeah. maybe like Bumble BFF would be good to meet, but yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, if if I'm, I moved downtown to like do a lot of stuff Yeah. uh, with other single people and if, yeah, I ran, if I met someone that was like, Hey, like let's become friends. Also I'm having a kid in uh, like four months. Yeah. I'd be like, oh that's gonna significantly change the dynamic of like Pretty much. what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of puts an expiration date on it. Yeah. Not an expiration date. Well, maybe. It's an interesting thing. So I have let's just say best buy. It's a best buy date. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kinda of interrupting you. You you were No, go for um, it. Um This is free. Buy, so I have one of my friends, I think the first in my friend group is having they're also uh due in March, I think. Okay. Wow, well, coming up. So, in like that that one friend group, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, there. I, th- I think it's just them, and then Evan. You know Evan from the football podcast. He's he's out on the East Coast. He's got two, but well, he's got a right. second one on the way. But um, yeah, okay. It we don't like he had we don't hang one. out with yeah since he's out on the East Coast. Like I never it didn't change my dynamic with him really either. Um, yeah. Mostly just talked to him through the league. Yeah. But we've talked as we go on this camping trip every summer. Uh, this group of, of guys in the Milwaukee area and anyone who can make who's left can, that can make it back for it. Um, yeah. And on this last trip, the conversation came up of like what people are going to start having kids. How's that going to change things? And the answer is we don't know. We're gonna like all we can do is keep communicating and seeing where things go. But yeah, you don't that's so unknown. Yeah. What's what's going to change and how those traditions will either adapt or die. Yeah. <laughs> or, I probably don't need to be that dramatic about it.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it, it makes sense. I it didn't even occur to me until I was talking to my my buddy Josh Dewey, who's been on this podcast a couple of times, um, and you know he's one of the Joshes that I do the Waste of Time podcast with um, mm-hmm. or did guys if you're listening hint hint get it together let's do this again anyway um
0: <laughs> i uh, like the josh i've listened to the one a couple of the josh episodes and those were good so yeah they're I entertaining also like to hear more of those oh good good yeah see we have a fan guys
1: mm-hmm. take note uh <laughs> so yeah i was i was talking to my buddy josh dewey and we were talking about you know i mentioned to him that i joined bumble bff you know there's there's Bumble Biz, which I assume is kind of like LinkedIn, and then there's Bumble Date, and then there's Bumble BFF. And so I was telling him about, you know, how I joined Bumble BFF, and he was like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "My wife is on this this one called Peanut, uh, to like meet like, you know, new parents and like stuff like that." And I was like, "Oh shit, like that's what I should yeah, be on." There you like, go. I'm just like wasting people's time over here, <laughs> uh, you know, because I've, I've I've got like a Best Buy date, you know,
0: an expiration date almost and um you're leading on all these potential best friends it's not so i do agree it is an expiration date for a new friend unless you like really hit it off yeah right away that's what otherwise otherwise you're time yeah you're gonna have less time and you're gonna start thinking more as it happens as we have continued to get older you're gonna be like okay i can only i only have so much effort to manage so many relationships so which ones do i actually care about and yeah that new person from bumble bff that poor sucker
1: I know, uh, sad but true, man. There's there's a lot of great people on there that I've met so far. Um, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but all the people that I have met so far have been pretty great. And uh, yeah, I do I do kind of feel bad. Um, but it turns out that this Peanut app is just for women.
0: Ooh, so is right? there a market out there for a new app, Reese? Well,
1: see, I googled around a little bit, did some googles on the googles, you know, and. Um, It turns out I'm not the only one who had this thought. Somebody had this thought back in like 2017 and bitched about it. And it turns out, at least from my perspective, that there have been some things that have tried to fill that niche. But it's not – I was expecting it to be like Bumble only for new parents or in this case new dads. Mm -hmm. And it's not. It seems to be just like a social media site where it will just show you dad-related shit and, like, other <laughs> events. I'm like, that's not helping me make friends uh, with other dads, dude. And it, and it said in the description, it was like, yeah, find, like, local, local groups. And I was like, oh, great, yeah, so I'll download this app. Nope, waste of time.
0: Nope, it was a virus. It was a virus. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a piece of junk That's what it was. Okay. So still on the lookout for that. Um, and I don't know if I should, like, alter my Bumble search to just, like, target new dads. Because like there is, when I was setting up, this is kind of like the things that I wanted to reminisce about with you, is like setting up a profile. Like Mm -hmm. on, so on Bumble BFF, and I imagine it carries over to the other aspects of Bumble, so like maybe the date one as well, but you, you know, you have a limited number of characters, what seems like a short limit to me, uh, to kind of like describe yourself in a, in a, you know, big textual way. And then there are all these, like, categories that you can, like, show, like, basically check a box. And you have, like, a limited number of boxes to check. Like, for instance, there was, like, a bunch of categories and you check box next to things that interest you. And so there were options like pets uh, or, like, sports, um, which, of course, I checked all those boxes. Mm, and then Avatar. <laughs> movies, right?
0: Com- complaining.
1: Yeah. And so, like, what, you know... I I, I felt, found myself wanting more things to categorize people by and myself by, you know, to help other people. And so I was just curious, like in your experience with the online dating, like how much – what was your experience with other people's profiles? And like how did you learn – like what did you learn about their profiles and, and how the people turned out to be?
0: So there was definitely – so Tinder has pretty limited – Profile info. Um, okay. You get like a little thing where you get you got all your pictures, and then you can write some shit. Sometimes, usually people like don't have anything or just a little bit about like bare minimum. Hinge would have like six pictures, and it had three prompts, which were nice. Okay. They would. They were very easy for starting a conversation, and then they like would answer a little something about like hobbies plus something that's like important to you. Plus sure so like like three key items that really gave you a little more info now that was very helpful i felt like that was very helpful to try to meet it was like an extra filter to be like cause it's, it was so easy to like meet and you could meet any number of these people how do you filter it down to be like here's one i actually want to talk to Hinge right. helped to be like here okay this person i do want to go on a date with like meet this person talk to them see it go from there now what ended up happening, though, I met Lizzie on Tinder where there was much less information. So it ended up just being actually getting out there and meeting people. There was, like, a lot of first dates, a lot of, not a lot, um, a handful of first dates. <laughs> um, Don't listen to that, Lizzie. A, hand, a handful. <laughs> She's, we've talked about this a little bit, too. We were curious about, like, yeah, how long were you on the on the app before? But, I mean, I think it, it was an effective process because you go a handful of people that, I wasn't really interested in going on more dates with, a handful of people that weren't interested in going on more dates with me, and then eventually I meet Lizzie, and then we're both interested in continuing to go on dates, so yeah. it was kind of like a like a spe- prolonged speed date. I imagine that's like the same process <laughs> as what the old speed dating used to be. You, you meet so many people that night, and then yeah. you, you know like one of them, you click with someone, and you go from there. It's kind of like long speed dating. It's kind of an yeah. awesome moron. So, so my my process, I guess, was um, like quantity, I guess, was actually getting out there and meeting people. Because yeah, I didn't know anything about Lizzie, very little about Lizzie yeah. um, until we met up and started talking. Uh, and just doing that with a bunch of different people was what got me to someone that... Was worth sticking around with and stopping meeting all the other new ones. Yeah, interesting. Um, it, it is so, and while so the process of going through that too, or my like process, I guess, uh, of making that fun uh, and not like a bunch of just receiving and giving rejection, um, which would be like very very difficult to <laughs> to do both of those, nothing but both of those. But I'd find something. There, there's a couple webs like on Milwaukee and something else is always like five things going on in Milwaukee this weekend or 10 things and it's something that I like want to do anyway like I want to go check out this thing uh all my for all my friends uh that used to be cool are now born to shit living in the suburbs and they can't like walk to these things in the city with me <laughs> um so I'd find yeah on these apps I'd be like I want to check this thing out I'll invite this person I get to meet a new person even if it doesn't go well, I still got to go like see this event. That's why I'm down in the city in the first place. I wanted to start going to these events, doing more things around activities and shows, markets, etc. Okay. So right. yeah, maybe maybe like find yeah like something you kind of want to go try doing anyway. <laughs> and then you say that I like guess it, that's so easy. <laughs> I guess, it, yeah, because I'm trying to think you want it to be, and you want it to, to link or uh, be, like, fit well with your, this future dad life you're about to be living. So yeah, what, that's the trouble. What are those activities? You know, invite, you, invite, so you and uh, and someone new can do that thing where you carry around, like, a, a sack of flour for a couple <laughs> of weeks. Yeah. Like that elementary school training for. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> okay. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I remember you tell, uh, telling me about it, like kind of your strategy when you were here was that you would limit your, uh, your instant messaging and kind of just plan a date. Like basically get so far in instant messaging where, you know, you're comfortable enough to where you feel like you could, you know, plan a, a face-to-face meetup, right? And mm-hmm. then, you know, that way you don't just drag on and on with the instant messaging.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would try to. There was, I think it actually, it did end up like Lizzie and I, I don't think sent, I think the only thing in my Tinder profile was something about, oh yeah, I just got a hammock. I was like, I just got a hammock to go chill uh, by the lake. If you're cool, I'll let you sit in the hammock. If you're really cool, I'll pack us a picnic. Um, and she, her, she sent the first message and was just like, Hey, like, how do I, what do I, what do I got to do to get in on this picnic? <laughs> uh, and I was like I like your style you're bold uh, I'll make us a picnic and that was it that was, it was like two messages and way more there was people I talked with for weeks before that and then never met up with it just like fizzled out because you lose momentum and yeah. they, you start talking to somebody else and, yeah. and there's no point in going back to someone who hasn't messaged you for a week or something Yeah. so yeah it was way more effective to you can't you can only get to know someone so well through messages and it can also be deceiving uh, either good or bad it could seem like it's going so well in the messages and then just all of a sudden fizzle out um so just actually meeting with someone now some people understandably especially women don't want to go meet someone that hasn't sent them any messages yet. So there was a few that like wanted to talk for a little bit before sure. To confirm I'm not a serial killer and then go meet me somewhere. Interesting.
1: That makes sense. I I think I've been kind of playing this friend game a little bit more like, you know, romantic relationship game where mm. I've been maybe being a little bit too sugarcoating about it and little little too like, you know, I don't want to rush into us meeting in person type of situation i I, i'm partially doing that because uh (laughs) there aren't a lot of things that i like to do socially and so (laughs) that's kind of a struggle
0: i wonder too if it's harder for you for with this friend thing if it's harder for you after one or two to just stop talk to just ghost that person um yeah because there was, like, very strict... or Not strict, but very clear. I picked up very quickly um, on the rules of, like... You'd never send two messages in a row. They And I think Aziz Ansari has a little bit about that, too. Where he's like... Yeah. You know, you get to that point where you're thinking, like... Oh, maybe my text got lost in the yep. ether. Like, has yep. never happened to anyone, ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to follow up to make sure that they actually got my text. So it was yep. always... If someone stopped... You know, if, if their message was the last one, and I did, or my message to them was the last one, and I hadn't heard anything, and like they, like that one was done, I yeah. I wasn't trying to pursue that. If they aren't sending another response, you never send two messages. And I'm wondering if it's kind of is it the same? Do you feel like it's the same with the BFF thing you're doing? It is definitely the same. Yeah, okay. I think it is. It's a
1: different crowd, you know, because these are folks looking for friends, and so it's not. I don't know. It seems like. People are a little – I don't know why, but it seems to me like people would be a little nicer, a little bit more empathetic, uh, a little bit more conscientious of other people's feelings when they're trying to find friends and would be a little more accepting. Um, so they might hang on a little bit longer and send a few more messages. But I have um, – I kind of did it wrong, which I, I realized. I was like, shit, did I learn nothing from Aziz and Dan? Like, come on. But like <laughs> the, the first thing I did is I got the app and it was like – last Thursday. So it hasn't even been a week. I got the app, um, it was like the middle of the day, like over lunch, I got the app and like started, you know, sifting through people. And the first thing I noticed, and this is probably like what everybody goes through when they first start doing it. First thing I noticed is that I want like a save for later option. Like I was having this like FOMO where I, I didn't want to just like discard somebody. You know, but that's really your only option. If you want to see another person, you have to either discard or accept this person. Yep. (laughs) And so I had to come to terms with that. First thing was like, holy shit! Like I have to be an asshole about this, but it's like they're never gonna know, Mm. right? And so I had to come to terms with that. Um, So that was kind of like the first thing is is so I'm swiping and I'm realizing okay, so I, I I can't just swipe like I like all of you. Because that's going to be unwieldy. And I don't want to just like throw everybody away. Because to be fair, a lot of people, you know, you only have so many characters in your bio. And like I'm trying to read through and look for like unique things. And that was one thing that I did pick up after a while going through some people is that I see a lot of the same shit. And so that was a very easy way to like weed somebody out. So there was a couple of things that I kind of like picked up some easier habits for just like uh swiping left or whatever whatever it was to like reject that person was if you didn't write anything in your bio you're out of here
0: yeah if
1: there are a lot of pictures of you like clearly staged like just like doing that profile dating app pick where they're like all about you and like you're just kind of like trying to show yourself in your best light like most of those you're out of here uh and then like there were there were the ones that I would read a little deeper, but like if if the bio was something like uh, they listed their interests, you know, and first of all, listing interests is a great thing, I guess, because you know you might have an interest in common, but it, it if you really think about it, it doesn't tell me shit about your personality, and that's really mm. more of what's interesting to me right now. Um, and so a lot of people will just list like, yeah, I'm uh, you know I'm looking for somebody to to do whatever with her or i like skiing and hiking and watching the game and and uh looking for somebody to watch the game and drink beer with and i'm like you're fucking out of here
0: like those are all (laughs) like cookie cutter fucking things like get out of here like give me something unique well you i think the uh hiking was a common one i feel like that's a that's just like a given like i'm open to and that's a good one to know because it's like all right if we want to meet and and do something more fun than like just go get a drink I'm also open to go on a hike. I feel like okay. that was just an easy. Pretty much everyone had that. Fair enough. Um, that's a I good think code. the game. You have some drinks and, and watch the game. That one is helpful because that isn't something you want to do. For yes. you personally, Reese. So that that, is, that is a good one. That's like a good filter for you to be like, nope, I'm not. I don't want. I'm not going to watch any sports with this guy. Well, <laughs> but see, body. that's the thing. Like,
1: like because you watch the game and Mike watches games, and and. Cabron watches games, and I like all of you. You guys are all great people. Yeah, and so I'm, li- I'm just like, you know, okay, this guy says that he likes to watch the game. Like, you know, I know a lot of people who like to watch the game. I'm the the unique one here who doesn't give two shits about sports ball. So, mm. like, I'm not going to put that against them. I wish you would write something more unique in your profile.
0: So, actually, so I've got, I've got two thoughts or two things here. I want to try to remember. I'm saying that so that I can, hopefully you can remind me to get back to number two if I forget. Okay. Um, first one's Hit easy. Me. It's a similar thing with the basic profiles. But <laughs> I, I always loved seeing, uh, like, what do you order for the table? And, and I am I'm still here in Wisconsin. Um, so it was like, yeah, what do you get when you're out to eat with friends or whatever? What do you order for the table? And whenever I would see, like, beer and cheese curds. For me that was like nope, I'm like no shit. That's a <laughs> that's a given for every single person that lives here. That is not an exciting <laughs> answer. That tells me nothing. Yeah. You don't even have to order beer and cheese curds when you sit down at a restaurant here. They just bring it automatically. That's that's not an exciting answer.
1: Nearly, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's good. I'm not denying that it's good. It's just like Okay. It's a it's a basic answer, Reese. So that's your skiing and hiking? Yeah, pretty much. Um and then two, the, you say, so you said the pictures. Um, yeah. Now, I, I don't know how this works with, with like, the friends, how this one maybe differs with the friends. But the pictures was a big, like, I did take, I invited a friend, and I felt like such an asshole doing it. I, <laughs> I, was, I was living in Waterford at the time, and I was like, hey, Andy, can you come over? And, like, uh, <laughs> he, like, knew what I was up to as well. I was oh like, hey, God. come come over and, like, hang out tonight. We'll, like, fish. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever, and then I come over and I was like, Hey, can you? I got like, can I give you my phone for? And he was like, You want me to take some pictures for your profile? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, wow, you picked up on that real quick. Uh, like a, a photo shoot. I'm like out there posing in the back, hoping my neighbors aren't uh, watching us, watching me do this little photo shoot back there. Um, oh my god, Dan. <laughs> but it's like, that was it. it. That was like the difference. When I put good pictures of myself on my profile, that. Was it that was when I started actually getting matches and talking to people that a rate fast enough that like I got I could meet up with somebody at least one person a week if I wanted to I could meet somebody new every week. Wow! So I find it interesting that you don't like the posed pictures. Do you not? Because yeah. like, you think they're chumps for having a little photo shoot in the backyard with their friend Andy. <laughs>
1: a little bit i mean it's different for you because you're trying to entice a female you know you're Mm -hmm. trying to entice a a romantic partner you know so you need to you need to display like a lot of different aspects about yourself and not that as a friend you wouldn't want to also see those things but i i think that i want to see different things i don't want to see like your best angle i don't necessarily want to see you bursting out laughing to be honest i I don't really want to see all that much of you. I don't really care right, really right. what you look like. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I would like for a picture to explain more about you. And so to the extent <laughs> that your pictures do that, I'm okay with it. But if it's right. clearly just like, you know, I guess one guy comes to mind in particular that, that I passed on his profile after looking at his pictures. And it was because all of his pictures were clearly staged, which I guess, I guess, it's not always an instant turn off for me, but they were all in that way where like you can change the focus so that it is like just on the person and the background doesn't really... It's kind of blurred. And so that doesn't...
0: Uh, portrait mode? Yeah. The old phone. Oh, I had a bunch of portrait mode pictures in my... I, I think you're right. I think this is the first one we're, we're getting to that there probably is a significant difference. Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to appear attractive as subtly yes. as i can without being obnoxious yeah. about it
1: you're trying to appear attractive and show all the good qualities about yourself as mm. much as you can without speaking
0: to them i was trying to appear attractive let me make try- sure i'm clear about that <laughs> yeah lizzie he was no trying
1: yeah. to do <laughs> yeah okay yeah to be clear that's what you were doing and that makes sense i mean i i would do the same thing i think that's what a lot of people do in their facebook profiles before you know Internet dating came along when they were single. Um, okay. So, yeah, I do think that's a difference. Um, we did. We do also have prompts on Bumble. Um, mm-hmm. You can only pick, like, three of them. You do get, like, six photos, and it's limited, uh, five or six. It's limited to the number of photos you can put in there, so you do have to be somewhat strategic. Um, so I think, I don't know. I modeled my profile as I would expect other people would to like, you know, what I was looking for. So I tried to put things, first of all, pictures that show things that I'm interested in. Like I have me and the dog, I have me and the dog and the wife, and then I have me on my dirt bike. And then there's some just like maybe one or two where it's just me, just regular, you know, just standing around, whatever, just to see what (laughs) I look like without dirt bike gear or next to somebody or whatever. Right. Um, you just look
0: lost and confused,
1: yeah, it's kind of like, why are we taking this picture? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's in my hand <laughs> uh, okay, so that's definitely a difference. I do appreciate the prompts, um although it does seem like people kind of pick the same ones, like there's one prompt, and you only I think you can only pick three there's one. There's, like, the stereotypical prompts. Like, are you a morning person or a night person? Or are you a beach person or a mountain person? Like, doesn't tell that much about you.
0: I think, yeah. The, the best prompts were, and the best use of the prompts was just to initiate a conversation that it gives you a topic. Yeah. You put topics in there that you would, like, yeah, if someone starts to talk to me about this, I'm happy to. It's an easy conversation starter. Yeah. Drones or something. <laughs> and you're like, I like to fly drones. Like, oh, what kind of drones do you fly? And then yeah. you're, already, you're off to the races already.
1: Yeah, okay. Fair enough. That would be important with uh, with friends. All right. I see that. And then, you know, you can put things like...
0: Um, I have a 3D printer. Like, oh, cool, I do too. What kind of stuff do you print? And then, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah,
1: the, you could put like, you know... Whether you drink and then like, you know, there's categories of like all the time or like socially or never, there's like not not a very good gradient
0: there. Oh yeah, I know this. You, yeah, they got drink, they got cigarettes, they got drugs, which they yeah. show with, as like, what are they, it's like a it's pill a pot leaf. show for drugs. Yeah. Oh, on, on. No, uh, yeah, they show, up, weed is different than uh, drugs. There, there was two different ones when I was actually, making the Hinge Profile. That's there was one specific for weed and one specific for drugs. There
1: is not a drugs one that I'm aware of on Bumble. Hmm. But yeah, there is a pot leaf. And and uh Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the pill. <laughs> yeah.
0: <an> interesting one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's some I don't even really pay attention to those because they're they're icons and they're not words and so I forget what they mean. So I'm like, fuck oh, yeah. it. Like the drinking one and the pot leaf one are pretty easy. But um okay. Interesting interesting is, so is
0: there, like a uh i I don't find myself on Reddit anymore in recent years because it would drive me fucking crazy um but I never had a specific need like this, and Reddit does seem like a good it's such a niche like Denver dads that yeah. seems like that would probably be a subreddit i would I could imagine with just could be. a bunch of dads in Denver posting maybe meeting up occasionally
1: could be. But I don't really care about the posting, and I do care about the meeting up. At least the one-on-one. People in groups are stupid, but people one-on-one are quite smart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll look into it. I'll continue to look into it. I mean, I've explored Meetup, and there's a Meetup group uh, that that does stuff. They, you know, they just posted an event like a couple hours ago that was like a. I think they said it was a dance or something. I was like, what? I think I joined the wrong group. <laughs> like what are we in high school i can't wait
0: to see you dancing you're gonna do a flash mob no
1: no but if it was some kind of structured dancing like that or line dancing you could probably get me to do that easier than like free farm dancing at a wedding or something
0: okay oh man just like on the dance floor going nuts you don't do that that's my jam reese is that your jam jam.
1: yeah it is i would love to see this
0: Mm. oh here check this out
1: do you have a video of it Oh, you no, have a still. I have
0: a, I have a picture of of me on the dance floor. Can you can you make that? Damn, up? Dan. You probably can't make that out. I can make out the the shape that you're in. This was from last summer. <laughs> <laughs> is this somebody's wedding? Yeah, this is Kyle's wedding. Okay. You were getting down, huh, Dan? You can't tell how sweaty I am. That's the other thing that happens to me on the dance floors. I get unbelievably yeah. sweaty. Yeah. Because I'm moving.
1: That tracks. It's good exercise. I hear. I just don't it enjoy is. it. <laughs> huh alright so some other key observations that I've noticed and this is probably almost almost undoubtedly going to be unique to the Bumble BFF scene so as I mentioned earlier I think Bumble and I didn't research this on my own I haven't verified this but an independent source has told me so take that for what you will that Bumble was started by female and, and I think you even mentioned that Uh, the women have to contact the men in the dating app. I haven't verified that, but it tracks. Um, So, in the like finding friends mode, in Bumble BFF, you do not... Or maybe Bumble period. It's probably Bumble BFF, because I think that's what I selected. So there must be some differences in the profile. But anyway, I, I did not have any place to put my sexuality in, or my preferred sex of a BFF. Hmm. There was no place for that. Hmm. And so what has happened, and that I, I didn't realize that until I was like a day or two in, and I realized they're all dudes. There wasn't a single girl. I was like, did I check a box? I was like, I didn't. I did not check a single box that said I was looking for dude friends. I checked a box that said I was a dude. And so what I am finding... Is that, well, one that leads me to to think that that leaves some groups a little bit underrepresented. Like what you know, what if I was a gay guy and I wanted to be friends with a girl, you know? Because I think the whole point of like Bumble BFF and and matching you with friends that are your same sex is the idea is that you know it won't be romantic because you know in in theory you're not looking for that. You're you might right. have a, a significant other already and so with gay folks that not the case right because you're being matched with the same sex so that seems a little bit weird Um, and so another observation uh, so I've only been messaging with five guys and I think I started with you know talking about the wide net that I cast because a lot of them wrote back pretty quickly and uh I shouldn't say a lot of them. I'm, I I think they started messaging me back pretty quickly, and I so you like them, and then you have to wait until they like you, and then you can start a dialogue. And yep. after after the second person likes the first person, you have twenty four hours to start a dialogue, and then the conversation gets archived mm-hmm. like if you don't start a conversation. And so so in a way, it's kind of like the dating app in that way, in that you know each person has to agree to it, and then you can start chatting. And then, um, I'm noticing that a lot of the people that I start talking to, uh, are part of the LGBTQ plus crowd Mm -hmm. community. And I'm not sure I have, I have a couple of hypotheses around this one that I skip past all the dudes who are like, yeah, I want a guy to like drink beer and watch the game with because... For lack of, you know, I don't want to sound like a stereotypical dude here, but that sounds like a stereotypical dude. Yeah. Like a heterosexual dude. And uh, that doesn't interest me. And it just so happens that even though I'm a heterosexual guy, I'm not interested in that type of stuff. And so I often will click past those people. So my first hypothesis is that the reason why it's a lot of the um, LGBTQ plus the alphabet soup group. Mm -hmm. Um, is that I'm going past all of the like you know what I see is the stereotypical heterosexual men and going for the more interesting people and it doesn't always specify on their account I've only learned of some of them after having messaged with them that they are you know part of that group And, and I was like oh okay well I didn't know I mean it's not like I sought you out but you guys are all that way every, every Mm. person that I've talked to so far,
0: um, a trend Reese. Yeah. a Statistical trend.
1: Yeah. And so my other hypothesis is that the folks who would be driven to go to, uh, essentially an online internet dating site type of thing to find friends, maybe caters, better to or, or entices more or it's just more common for that crowd to do it that way? I don't know.
0: Yeah, or part of the... You're saying, yeah, you're not running into or, or matching with or passing on the stereotypical men. Maybe it's just more... Because I would think the stereotyp- stereotypical man... It has been conditioned growing up to be less comfortable with this type of, like, friend-searching. If you feel like it is, it's very... There's a vulnerability to it. Yeah. Um, that you're all... It's fine because you're all on the same page uh, in doing it. But... That's interesting. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean... Like, of all sorts, too. Like, I, I mean... I will say that... Two... Two of the three guys that I'm, like, actively communicating with... Mm-hmm. um, Have some mention... Or, like, they use a the little, like, rainbow flag emoji in their mm-hmm. profile. They don't... One of them explicitly said, like... It's a gay married man, you know, looking for friends. And so that was... That's straight up, pretty obvious. Nothing hiding there. Um, The other one said uh, he was part of the LGBTQ plus crowd uh, with some signs and stuff, and so couldn't really tell. I mean, not that it matters, but, like, didn't explicitly say. And then the other one literally had no mention whatsoever, but I found out after messaging with him uh, that he was. And so I was like, huh. Like, literally all three of you guys that I'm talking to it's it's weird and and so like i've now been messaging with four people and those other two guys ghosted me one of them was a scenario where i did write more than one message but it was not because i feared that they didn't get the first message it was that <laughs> I didn't have enough characters in the first message mm, of course and i think i scared him off and that was that kind of like reinforced because that guy ghosted me he contacted me yeah and then he ghosted me. So he contacted me. We talked back and forth for a couple of messages, and then I asked him like Hey, do you want to do like a video call?" And it was after that message that he was like, "Radio silence."
0: There could you, you never know what stage of this other folks are at either. Because when yeah. I when I first started, um, I think I was I just wanted to like chat with people and like wasn't really ready to. Yeah, just ready to, to meet anyone after, and then like a few weeks of that, it was like a slow progression. And then as I got more comfortable with the conversations, I went to go meet someone for the first time, and like, sure. totally bombed. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like a throwaway date for sure. It was like I've never been like more nervous, visibly nervous in my life. Uh, oh, man. It was like a comical something you'd, you you would have you couldn't like write um, how that date went uh, as more awkward. Uh, oh, wow. probably pretty funny to watch from the outside. Um, but yeah, you're kind of like at that point. So it would probably be like too nervous to, I never ended up doing video calls, but that was, um, got like suggested it to someone at some point and then i just, we never ended up scheduling it. And then the other, the other stage or early stage, I feel like, and you mentioned it too. And anyone, anyone else I've talked to that's been with my buddy out in Salt Lake. He was on him for a while is you start, and when you start getting ma- – like, once I got the good pictures and you start getting matches, you don't realize. Um, you, I kind of just, like, started talking to people. And all of a sudden, you're talking to, like, too many people at once. And it's – yeah you can't balance it. And you're like, yeah. oh, shit. Okay, I didn't realize. I, I, yeah, I was casting a wide net. And now it's too wide. And I just need to stop talking. I just need to focus on, like, a couple people here. So yeah. who, who knows if they're at that point, too. And they're just we're just like, oh, shit, I can't.
1: yeah. That's a good point. I was pretty overwhelmed after everybody started like replying back. So I had like four people reply back pretty pretty instantly. And that was pretty overwhelming. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that one of them dropped off. And the other one that became on new also <laughs> dropped off. So I'm really only maintaining like three right now. Um, but that is a lot more manageable. One is like... It's interesting. I've like such a broad spectrum right now. It's the craziest thing. I I will say that I, they're all on the LGBT LGBTQ spectrum. So I have like I'm talking to one guy who's bisexual, one guy who is gay and married, another guy who is trans. Mm-hmm. It just so happened that I have like almost the entire spectrum, or at least like an end and a middle and a and another end type of situation going on here. Um.
0: And they're they're all so different. Maybe your heterosexual men are just boring, and that's why you're not matching with any of them.
1: I guess. I mean, they all agreed to talk to me. I forget if all of them I initiated. I think maybe all but one I initiated, and then maybe one came to me, and then I said, "Yeah, okay, we'll we'll chat." But like one of them, like he will talk to me like all day long, like. I'll message him, he'll message me back like within a couple hours and like it'll go all day long. And sometimes in the evenings, it's like rapid fire, like back and forth. Yeah. Another guy, like he's kind of standoffish, like he's a little more like a cat, you know, like you got to wait for him to come to you type of situation um, where, you know, I can't come on too strong. I do reply right away when he messages me, Uh, but oftentimes it'll take him, sometimes it'll have a string, but oftentimes it'll take him a half a day or something to get back to me and then like the other guy the last guy is the older of them all uh he's the married married man and he's very shy so his his messages are often very short but he will continue a conversation and so like if you message him he will message you back but it might be one of those messages that could easily be interpreted as okay i'm done talking now like when somebody replies back with okay that sounds good or like uh you know a single single sentence response that's like maybe four words that doesn't you know prompt any further discussion so you might you might think but he's the only one that i've had a video call a video call was so far so i kind of like tenderly brought that up and he was like yeah you know i'm just i'm pretty shy and i'm not that good at like messaging and stuff he's like i i really you know i make an effort to write back to people but i you know i'm not that good with it so i'm like okay like you're not playing that game but I'm realizing uh, I probably should stop messaging these people so much and just meet them in person.
0: I mean that it's like it's very comforting it was very comforting to message people, but what I learned from what I had done was it is way more effective to meet someone and that might mean that you stop talking to them sooner, but that's part of the process is. Yeah. figuring out you start talking to someone it's not guaranteed that they're you're going to get along or that's exactly the type of person you're looking for right so you go face to, you meet him face to face you do something you do an activity too that was something that was something i learned from the book from aziz as well it was like yeah it was pick something you want to go do because that's what you're going to want to be doing with this person don't just go like getting a drink is easy um but if you actually go do something then you know how you guys will behave and interact how this person is when you're like trying an activity doing things you like to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. That one's kind of a struggle for me because I don't like
0: to do much. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough Riso.
1: <laughs> but I, I think that's solid advice and I, I can see how to put that into practice. So let me ask you this. Um, when you were like looking for dates, remember key keyword, their past tense were, mm looking for dates yes um so when you would just like have these short exchanges like basically plan a meetup and then if that meetup was several days out you then just kind of stop talking and it's just like you show up
0: at that place um yeah and it, it would depend there's some that i would like there were some i would keep talking to before we meet up um and the ones that I didn't. I learned check in the day if you don't talk for a few days, check in and be like, "We still on for tonight?" Yep. Uh, very early on in the process, I definitely showed up somewhere to a place that someone just did not, and then like wouldn't didn't message me back either when I was like, "Oh, are we still on?" And it was just like, "Nope." <laughs> um, luckily, well, it was it was a walking distance uh, okay. from my place, so it wasn't All too right. much wasted time. And that's why I like picking things that I want to do anyway, because then I don't know worst case. I'm at least out doing something I want to do. Do yeah. I, li- I? I like doing my own thing uh, a good amount of the time anyway. Yeah.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: But yeah, you you pick something to do and then you see him that night. Um, I would I would get better at it. it. Was like like I said that first one I was so. I don't know how you'll you'll do. Maybe you'll be very comfortable like meeting these people, uh, meeting new people. It, I got better and better with, with everyone. I would like, let it be, just become more comfortable, more natural. It was, it was a process and it wasn't, it was hard. It was like, I I just kind of knew I was like, if I want to meet someone like Lizzie that I, we can, you know, start, we can put the apps away and start doing things around the city with the same person consistently. And, um, I have to go through this there's no other way there's no shortcut through this um, yeah. besides waiting for blind luck which didn't want to wait for blind luck at the time uh, and that probably and that's not guaranteed in fact it's probably not even a thing but <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, the only way through was to just like press forward and know that if it went bad it was like part of the process and I learned from it and would become stronger from it and move on
1: that makes sense, and like I can see how you might get a lot of practice doing that. Um, the thing about like online dating for friends that I'm kind of mentally struggling with, and I'm I'm less than a week in. Like I was telling Alyssa last night, like I like I don't it's, it I don't see the clear end uh, like termination scenario, like, you know, people are all very different. And I, I appreciate as I've gotten older, I, I, I've learned to appreciate people for their uniqueness and you know, for dating, there, there's a very clear type that'll work for you, but like for finding friends, I guess there probably is. It seems like a much bigger type of a much more accepting, more tolerant collection of characteristics can fit in a friend group than yep. in a, a romantic partner and so I'm like struggling with you know what is going to be the clear termination point if if any there doesn't need to be but it's you know it could be like you join and you meet three people and it just turns out that you know now those three people are your friends and that's it
0: like you're done uh, <laughs> just check the box <laughs> you've <laughs> achieved friends Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now, now goodbye forever.
1: <laughs> right, but like you know, there's not there's not that point where you're like, well, you know, you said something racist, so you're out of here. You know, as a as a romantic partner, it's like you know, as a friend, there's a lot bigger of a cushion. You know what I mean? Like I I don't see myself. What I'm getting at is, I guess, is I don't see myself getting a lot of practice at this, because, I I don't want to be that picky with my friends. I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, there definitely is still like a, you're, I think you're right. The threshold is broader, but since you're so like early in the, in the friendship, I, there definitely is a level of like, Oh, you said something racist. I'm like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. I don't know you. I didn't like grow up with you. And all of a sudden um, we have to like have a conversation about the website, the media sources you've been <laughs> listening to for the last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a good point. Yeah, I guess if uh, somebody starts going down the like QAnon rabbit hole or something like that, it'll be a pretty clear, like, all right, well, you know, I think we should see other people type of situation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It it does sound more challenging because it's muddier like that. That broader range makes it muddier. Yeah, with the romantic partner, it's very, I think the criteria is just more clear, like you're saying. So moving on to the next one and, and finding what you want is, is easier to be like, yep, doing the right thing. There's still muddiness there too. But with the friends, it's like, yeah, because you almost want. Well, you, I, I wanted that in the dating as well. It was like I was meeting people, trying to actively meet people that were different than me in, yeah. in different ways to try new things. It was hard. So you, did you say you're only a week in? Less than. Less than a weekend. Okay, so that's actually. I remember having like these conversations with my buddy Matt too, who was months ahead of me in the in using these apps. And yeah. I remember that everything you're describing, even though it's it is different because of the its friends. I was I definitely see that I was in a very similar place, and you will learn as you can do. You're you are very very early in this process. Yes. Um, so definitely don't get discouraged. Um, yeah. It, it sounds like what you're going through right now is pretty par for the course, and you'll continue to figure it out as you start to meet people in person.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably what I need to do. I think I've, I've essentially like led these people on to the extent that the next step for me is like a video call, whereas for a lot of them, it seems like the next step is like, yeah, let's meet in person. Like, go grab a drink or whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't mm-hmm. really do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah this is um this is new i i i can see how meeting in person might give me a better opportunity to like learn more about the person especially if we do an activity like you said something that i might want to
0: do anyway um hmm. i got better at like small talk too i, I think you we were, i think we were talking about this when i was in denver that you you have, like, a, a knack for small talk when you're at, like, your wife's events or something that... I think Alyssa said that. I didn't. would never claim that. <laughs> well, you, you do well, whereas I was, like, very, very rusty, and it took getting out there a bunch to get back into the groove of, like, oh, yeah, these are, these are weird things to say when there's a silence or a lull, and these are... And, and it's mostly just getting good at, like, listening... <laughs> actually listening to someone else to keep the conversation going because the, the silence usually comes when i can't yeah i like have nothing to respond to what they said or like wasn't paying attention or, or something and like yeah can't keep it rolling but when the conversation's good it's like flowing it comes i'm able to respond I, i'm describing like basic human communication right now <laughs> of how you talk to somebody it's important but it's it wasn't it was rusty when I got back out there it like took some polishing to get back to feeling confident and that 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 got rid of the nervousness too when I once I was at the point where I was like okay I've done this a few times I feel confident that I can keep a conversation going I'm not gonna fall flat on my face and like dead a weird awkward silence here I know how to get out of those now
1: okay that's interesting I I will probably pick up some of those tricks especially if I do a lot more video calls because those are innately oh, awkward.
0: Yeah. yeah, for sure. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean I I've, I've discovered that the most awkward thing to to in a in these new friend scenarios or even in small talk scenarios is when somebody asks me about something and it is a very niche thing. And I know a lot about it, and I could tell you a lot about it, but I know not a lot of people know about it or are interested in it. And so, like, what I've discovered is that talking about myself is not very comfortable for me. I would much rather, like, let somebody go, and it does seem to work pretty well. Like, mm-hmm. have you noticed anything like
0: that? Uh, yeah, that, that was part <coughs> of what became easier when I realized... People do love to talk about themselves when asked direct questions. So yeah, that was definitely part of it to keep the conversation going. It Was just paying attention to be like, okay, what can I, what can I ask? This sounds so like sociopathic the way I'm describing this right now. That no, that it's I'm methodical. Like, right? That I'm that I'm trying to figure out how to talk to them like structurally instead of just actually like being interested and engaged, which I am. But like I don't know, I had to figure this out in order to become interested and engaged, but. Yeah, paying attention to in what they're saying, what I could ask to have them like elaborate on that. And yeah, I'll tell you, some people will—you'll <laughs> run into some people that just will. You don't even have to do that; they just will never stop talking. Um, yeah, and that's usually someone that you'll move on from pretty quickly. <laughs> if I re- if I realize like, wait a minute, I'm not even doing any work, like. <laughs> i my goal was to try to get you to talk a lot so i could learn about you and then i would wouldn't have to talk so much and feel self-conscious about it but yeah i can't even get a word in edgewise here because so you're just going <laughs> on and on
1: <laughs> yeah that there's there's this interesting fine balance there like i've noticed like even before the the you know the friend dating scene it's like when you when you meet those new people or you making small talk with people there's a certain You know, it's like a spectrum with anything. There's that, like, tit for tat where, like, you kind of, like, ask a question and the other person just, like, basically sends the same question back your way. And then, you know, it's kind of like your responsibility to then make a new question. Yeah. But then there's, like, so that's the awkward one that doesn't seem to go very well. And I imagine that's probably the point in the date where you're like, well, (laughs) we might uh, might want to see other people. But um, with friends, I guess... I haven't noticed it yet. But anyway, there's also like the scenario there's this Goldilocks zone where like you ask a question of somebody and they're willing to elaborate on it, but they don't like they don't go overboard. And that's
0: maybe yeah. helpful. It's it's tough the way like meeting people this way, friend or potential romantic partner because you don't you're, like, sitting down with someone you've never really said anything to. Maybe you've had a little bit of conversation for so long, whereas anyone else you get to know in life, you start with such smaller, you know, you meet someone at work, and you say there's, like, a few sentences exchanged before you eventually have a small conversation that probably only lasts a few minutes, and then it, like, keeps building from there. There was yeah. definitely awkward pauses when when Lizzie and I met up, but it, we were just, it didn't feel... At least with how I had been... I know she had been on a couple dates before as well. With the dates I had been on before, it just... I was like, yeah, this is an awkward pause, but it's also like... It's because of how we're doing this. It's not necessarily because there's no chemistry there. Sure. It's because this is an unnatural thing to just like stick us both on the endless table and be like, all right, let's start talking and figure out if uh, we want to keep hanging out or not. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean... That, maybe that is why meeting in person works so much better than, you know, the back and forth instant message thing. Because mm-hmm. the back and forth instant message thing, like, really only gives you, like, data about the person. It doesn't really give you those, like, nuances and, like, unspoken things and, and like, the, the micro-expressions and little yeah hints of what's going on with the person. All you the, um,
0: what's it called? Was there a word for it? All the, like automatic processing your brain does that you don't even realize you're doing like yeah. you said with the micro expressions and but that's gonna feed back into your opinion of them
1: right yeah and, and so maybe you know all these people sound fine on paper you know because all their details seem to align that okay you're not a serial killer you don't you don't seem to be a racist or you know god forbid homophobic in this group and whatever you know you're not like overly political whichever way you lean I don't care but um, yeah so okay that's interesting I imagine I'm probably just making this a lot more awkward for myself down the line if I do want to cut ties especially if that person doesn't feel the same way by having this long drawn out prolonged like instant message exchange for you know almost a week now with, with two of the guys without yeah. ever having like had a video call or met in person or anything to establish some kind of mutual exchange of micro-expressions and the intimacy that comes with face-to-face
0: somewhat communication. I might need right. to change some things. The other interesting dynamic there is that you're not... Yeah, it's not like one with the dating you know you're looking for you're trying to find one person i mean most people are there's there's definitely a bunch of like polyamorous people on those apps as well but they're straightforward with it so they're not trying to no one's trying to fool anybody uh, yeah. but if you're not polyamorous then you know you're yet yeah, once you like do start hanging out you, with the friends you're not like all right now like yeah we're friends and but you're still going off and meeting other friends too and yeah What's your what's your friend limit? How many dad friends do you need? <laughs> just one? Or do you want a couple? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I figure a lot of them will get cut. So, I mean, at this point, yeah. I might just have to juggle a bunch of them, you know?
0: Yeah. See who makes the final cut.
1: Yeah. And they might cut me.
0: It's true. It's, it's cutthroat out there. It's the way it goes. I suppose so. It's, but you're right. I, def- I totally see how doing... It's tough because you... To find someone that wants to like hang out, but also to hang out with someone, you have to go do a thing, which isn't always your thing, um, <laughs> yep. that yep. that is a challenge that's going to push you past your comfort zone. Yeah. But that's also the, the journey of these, the the I can only speak to the romantic side of these apps, but it was a journey in actively pushing myself beyond my comfort zone to try to grow in different ways in addition to looking for a partner that was a a, a big thing that i think came with this these apps in this process
1: yeah and yeah that maybe that is a another big difference between the romantic and the and the friendship it's like i'm not i'm not actively looking to like push my boundaries in any way i mean i i guess i'm okay if it comes about organically
0: mm-hmm but. And maybe maybe that is it, that could have just been more of a me thing, um, but the the app was just these apps were very well suited to let me do that, and yeah. it it helped definitely helped with the process. Sure.
1: I mean, from the standpoint of like getting out of my comfort zone is all of like
0: meeting somebody for drinks. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah one you just one baby step at a time, Reese. That's all you gotta again i'm actually- I'm actually surprised with how much you had to to say already, although I guess again I had that much to say after a week on the apps but um I think you've still got a long way to go, so you'll just you'll keep taking little baby steps and yeah. you'll keep making progress
1: yeah I guess uh I'll just have to figure out those those little things that are like good little icebreaker type of things besides like getting drinks um I guess that's a fine thing but I don't know. I think what I was getting at earlier when I was saying that like meeting in person is is a better way to do it because it's a little more organic and natural is you know maybe you know having these actual in person things makes a lot more sense to establish a friendship than just like you know basically a list of facts about a person or you know a list
0: of questions answered. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It's just yeah, what are you going to what are you going to go do? What do you want once once you're – once you have made a friend, what do you picture yourself like doing with this friend two yeah. years from now?
1: And that's what I kind of tried to like write in my profile. That's a very good question, Dan. I appreciate that. It was very well thought out. Um, uh, I, I kind of tried to like write my profile – in, in that anticipation, like saying, what you know, what I what do I want this friend for? And I guess I don't really know because I've not really had, as an adult, really long-term intimate friends, <clears throat> or just friends in general. But like you guys, <laughs> I had you guys, but it, you know, it's, it's different. You guys had you know, kind of your, like your own stuff going on. But you guys are awesome, um, and. I guess I kind of imagined really no activities because Mm. like I ride dirt bikes. That's like the whole big thing and that's not easy to share with people. And i tried to do that and I got to be honest, it's more frustrating than valuable to me because I'm very specific about that niche. Um, so I don't really want to share hobbies with people. Mm. Um, I guess I kind of just want to, and this is this is probably that thing that a lot of people get at when they're starting dating is they want to skip past all the like awkward beginning shit and like get to the little more like yeah we like each other we're comfortable we're you know we can call each other up and like go do something like that's kind of what I want I I don't want to go do something I kind of just want you know <laughs>
0: you,
1: you want me to come over and and hang out with you while you're working on a project or I can help you out or you know I've got a project going on like you want to come over and help out have a beer whatever we can sit down and have lunch afterward or. You want to have a board yeah. game night,
0: right? Like yeah.
1: Basically, that that old married couple comfort level of just, hey, you want to come over and just chill out, type of situation.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're right. There is a, there's definitely an aspect too of like of wanting to skip to the end because you know it because it takes work <laughs> to yeah. actually get there. But that's also what makes the makes the relationships worthwhile. Is that work has been put into them.
1: Ah, Dan, ah, it's all about the journey, right? It's yeah, all it yeah. is all
0: about the journey, Riso.
1: Yep. yep. What are you, a Buddhist
0: now? You read no, you read no. one half of a Buddhist book and <laughs> how look at you.
1: No, it's just it's such a common thing and I'm realizing that it, it's true. I always used to think, oh yeah, shut the fuck up, like I've heard that a thousand times. Like I'm tired of hearing that. But it really is true, I guess. Like, you can't just keep jumping to the end or keep wanting to jump to the end.
0: In my wise old age, Reese, of almost being 30 in about three hours now, I agree. That has definitely... I think being an engineer and working with uh, meticulous engineers has helped with that, too. I think my personality used to be so much more impatient, wanting to jump to the end (laughs) of things. And that, that whole, it's about the journey... These last couple of years, for sure, has been highlighted very strongly. So yeah, it's cheesy, but and uh, oversaid, but I guess it's oversaid for a reason because that's the point.
1: Yeah, seems legit. I can't imagine you at all as being impatient, Dan. Like <laughs> I imagine your <laughs> high level of impatient being like my most mellow and easygoing day in my life. <laughs>
0: I'm, like, I have a weird, and my dad's this way, too, where he's, like, he's extremely patient with, like, a lot of the really important things, Uh, like, when it came to his kids and everything. He's, like, infinite patience there. But then when it came to just, like, him and, like, wanting to get one is, like, just up to him. No no stakes on the line for anybody else. He has zero patience for anything, and he will get (laughs) so frustrated so quickly. He'll do the stupidest things uh, because of... How quickly he's like trying to do things, and how he doesn't want to take the time to do it correctly. Interesting. Uh, I have some. Of, I have uh, retained some of those quirks for sure. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Maybe that's like innate uh, wisdom, like what comes from blink. You know, those those instances where there are too many variables to uh, really consider. You kind of just take what comes and, and run with it. In those scenarios where you feel like there's a manageable amount of variables that you can consider every aspect of and pick the right decision that you actually do. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the things you agonize about for hours when it's, you know, like the color
0: of a room. You guys paint in any rooms?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I traded some dumbbells to my buddy Joe. Actually, Mm. to his daughter, to... uh, to do like a little uh, like mountainish mural on, on one of the walls in the baby room. But Ooh, nice. In general, I think painting rooms is a waste of time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> eh, of course you do. Yep. Uh, speaking of dumbbells, I got a little snow on the ground here. We finally got a little bit of snow this last weekend, a couple yep. inches. Um, no, 10% of the people at the gym when I went there over lunch today. Really? Uh, I am a fan of that, yeah.
1: Nice. Oh yeah, Yeah. I was gonna ask you. Did you ever make it to the gym like in the morning time?
0: No, I did not. No. My alarm alarm went off, and uh, I think I was even like a little awake. But I just wait. I sat there and I thought, okay, I could get up. I could try to go to the gym. I can do this, or I can go back to sleep for two hours. That's like a full sleep cycle. Yeah. Uh, And I I chose that. Yeah.
1: I don't blame you. Well, I'm keeping you up late tonight, but Wednesday is another workout day, right?
0: Wednesday is another workout day, yeah. Although, I'm off. I'm, uh, I am actually forgot to mention it at the scrum this morning. I'm out. I took Wednesday off. Oh, nice. Um, I'm not going too crazy tomorrow, my birthday night. Um, right. Because we're st- we are still in the middle of a pandemic. So I don't want to be spending like too much time in the in the bars. Uh, but we are going out to dinner. And then we might go to the arcade bar for a little bit. And since it's Tuesday night, I'm hoping it's not going to be that crowded there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I also didn't want to wake up for work Wednesday yeah. morning after that.
1: That makes sense.
0: So I'm definitely not going early Wednesday. <laughs> Friday, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you can hit it at one of
1: those like awkward times, like mid-midday, like between the morning crowd and the lunch crowd. Yeah. Or like between the morning crowd and the lazy 9
0: a.m. fuckers. Well, so weights, <laughs> weights seem tough to do these the weight routines i'm doing right now in the morning the dumbbell routines to do yeah. that in the morning maybe i'll start maybe i need to start with like an elliptical or a bike or something and thursday morning on one of my off days i can get in and do that early thursday before i head into the office yeah because i can pretty much just sleep on that bike while i'm pedaling <laughs> <In> worst case
1: <laughs> yeah weights are tough first thing in the morning i i'll, I'll definitely uh echo that um Unless it's been, like, if I, if I have, like, two days off, like, after a weekend, I don't work out on the weekends, and if I don't ride on the weekends, Monday is usually fine. Mm. But, like, most of the time, it's a hell of a lot easier to lift at lunch.
0: That's, I can't imagine it being, it, the lunch has been working really well. It just yeah. feels, it's felt the best of any routine I've ever had. Yeah. That feels right. That I eat in the morning, um, all my eggs, and then by lunchtime, it, it's, like, settled enough that i can do a really intense workout without feeling like i'm gonna vomit all over everything yep and then have a pretty light lunch right after and i'm good to go for the afternoon yeah
1: i agree i i definitely like the lunch routine and then i usually save cardio for the uh for the end of the day which is like you know gets done probably 70 percent of the
0: time do you do both you'll do weights during the day and then also do cardio later that same day I do, yeah. Because I did, yeah. My weight training
1: is mostly cardio. It's not. It's not. It doesn't sound anything like what you're doing. You're doing a little more like actual weight strength training.
0: Yeah. I did do cardio Friday after weights last Friday, and it was like. Because I, I just felt like I still had energy, but it it was a lot. It's like it was an intense weight training, and then ran ran like four miles as well. Like back to back, or like later that day you ran. Later that day. Okay. Um, And then I ate Chipotle, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, right? That's what I love Um, about Friday nights is because Friday nights are usually when we go out to dinner. That's, like, date night and when I gorge myself. So, like, that's where it's, like, high priority. Like, I need to work out at least once. I need to do cardio at least once because tonight it's on. (laughs) (laughs) Just me and those tacos. (laughs) That's right, man. Getting them tacos and margs, dude. Last weekend I went and got, like, a pitcher. Uh, nice. a, a thirty-two ounce to-go margs, and we just brought it back here, and I got probably more drunk than I ever, than I have been in a long time, and I, I will say I don't really care for it, so I'm gonna take that down a notch.
0: Way to go, Reese. Yeah, <laughs> I've been, I've been cutting back a little bit too, um, and then and yeah, the effect of that has been the last time I did drink, and then yeah, like woke up in the middle of the night, like super anxious and. Yeah, feeling terrible. I was like, "Oh, that's right. This, this is why <laughs> it feels great during, uh, in the moment, and then I feel terrible later." Yeah,
1: there's a lot of strategery to quote George Bush involved with uh, drinking. It does seem like for me, anyway. I need to, I need to catch that buzz early, ride it out so it feels real good, but then milk it with water so that by the time I go to bed, there's no head change detectable. Because mm-hmm. if there is, yeah, overnight is not going to be great. Most of the time, overnight is not the best anyway, if i <sighs>
0: Yeah, and the other, so now that I've been, the last week, I think I got, like, I got to bed real early. I actually got, like, made sure I got a good night's sleep, like, four days in a row. So now I'm back in tune with what it feels like to get a full night's sleep. So now, yeah. the then when I drink, I don't sleep as well, and I wake up feeling, like, shit, like, yeah. Now I know what I'm missing and it's, I can't, (laughs) I feel like I can't go, which is, I have to like go to bed. I'm probably going to go to bed in like 30 minutes or something now. I recommend it. I'm losing a lot of hours of of, uh, productivity though, Reese. By sleeping? Yeah. But you've learned like how
1: good it makes your body feel. I've learned
0: how, yes, I know. It's amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I uh, I have been preaching that for years. Not really preaching it. I just I I have been sticking to that for years. And Alyssa is like always giving me shit for it because I would go to bed early and like sleep the eight hours or whatever. Just spun my mic away from me. Didn't mean to do that. I still um, good good. Uh, and sh- you know she would be the one going out and like staying out with friends and. I don't know. She, she puts friends over up on a higher pedestal than I do with the the health of my body and how I feel, but Mm -hmm. man, it feels so much better to just
0: get that eight hours consistently. Well, like I said, Reese, as a wise old, almost 30 year old man, I'm starting to make that transition. I was a party animal in my late (laughs) twenties, but my early thirties, I think there's good days of sleep. Ahead yeah. for me. These are going to be like uh, famous last words. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, they're going to see me Thursday morning in the office in sunglasses and a hoodie. Oh, <laughs> uh, why are you guys speaking so loud? Yeah. It's just, it's so, cause even right now it's late. Like it, the morning, the morning is when it feels the worst. And I'm like, you need to, if it's strong enough, it's almost like I write a note from the morning version of myself to for me to read later that's like don't you fucking dare like go (laughs) to sleep uh because right now it's nine nine o'clock and i'm like i feel great like i feel like i could stay up several more hours i'm like focused i feel like i could i I almost have to like cut i wish i felt this way in the morning and the key to that is probably getting into the, the routine but right now i feel like i've got there could be i could have two and a half hours ahead of me right now of like doing things i like to do maybe even like something productive but i'm gonna go upstairs and just cut that off cut it off at the neck go to sleep and hopefully feel better when i wake up to me that's wise uh, yeah. to other people that's that's square square it is square i think it is true that it's square i'm just i'm just trying to find the balance yeah
1: there is. I mean, you did move downtown to be a party animal of sorts.
0: I did. Just wow. for my late, late 20s, though, Reese. Just for your late 20s. Yeah, yeah your late yeah.
1: 20s. Tomorrow, you'll be talking about like your late, late 20s. You know how people talk about like the late singer Bob Marley.
0: Oh, yep, exactly. Yeah. They're, it's going to be yeah, six feet under my late 20s. <laughs> exactly. Well, welcome to the club, Dan. We're happy to have you. Thanks. Uh, do I get like a... Yeah, some kind of square pin i can wear now so people know i'm a square maybe how about I am, this i am going to go get uh since i have wednesday off there's a, a bar across the street from me that opens at 6 a.m okay um, that's weird. i don't think, i don't think i'm going to spend that much time there but i think when we wake up wednesday we're gonna go check out that morning bar see what they've got it's called coffee tales
1: all right fair enough like cocktails but like co- coffee in the beginning yep okay all right. That'll be neat. I mean, I'm curious about that. I, I don't think I've indulged in too many, like, morning alcoholic beverages, but I would like to
0: try some more. Oh, man. Bloody Mary. Do you like... No, because you don't like... I do like Bloody Marys. Like, you like Bloody Marys? I had one I th- this last weekend that was amazing.
1: Yeah. I think there's just, like, a lot going on in there. There's a little more spice than, than I would probably like, but I think I just need to try some more.
0: Yeah they definitely. I think that's why I like them. You can get a lot of spice in them. It's delicious. Yeah. And then I can get a sweet dish for breakfast, and get like French toast or something. And I'm not giving up the savory if I've got the Bloody Mary because I've still the got the salt s- and the Bloody Mary. I'm right there with you,
1: Dan. I do. Yeah. I crave both the sweet and the savory, but the savory <laughs> yeah. is of a higher priority to me in the mornings. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, I usually always default to uh, like the potato like the hash potato bacon whatever dish but yeah it took a lot of willpower to go with the french toast this last weekend
1: yeah well you start with the bloody mary and then you're on your way
0: oh yeah that's the key that's the secret yeah
1: well okay so one last little little reward for you that i was going to comment on is is your reward for being responsible as a a man in your 30s and getting eight hours of sleep is that you will not have bags under your eyes forever no not forever
0: i think i think it's too late i already have i have bags under my eyes all the time now i don't know yeah. if there's something i can do about that um just I don't, push on them yeah <laughs> I've, I've never i don't pay attention or i've never like educated myself on things i could do like lotions or whatever the hell like i could put on my face that might help that i just assumed i have to be like this all the time um but there might actually be something that would help with that
1: there might be Although I think your best bet for overall health and
0: well-being is probably going to be that sleep. Yeah, it is. But I'm Boy, it. I can't wait. I'm getting tired just thinking about it. I'm going <laughs> to go read. I'm going to read for a little bit and then yeah, call it a night. Damn.
1: Man after my own heart. I I think I'm going to try and find <laughs> that beginner's guide to Buddhism and uh Ooh, nice. take a page out of your book literally as well.
0: Very nice. Sounds
1: like a well, relaxing night. I think it, I think it will be great. This was great, Dan. I'm I'm glad we did this again. Uh I'm always really happy to have you on, even though it's only been two times
0: yeah I'm glad to be here. thanks for having me yeah. we're making up for lost time. it was it took so long for me to I got so distracted with my own podcast yeah uh, i think I think I was worried that
1: I couldn't measure up if I had you on
0: mm. well, we've already proven it wrong, so <laughs>
1: yep, yep done good all right, so I guess uh, we'll do the lead out. I won't talk about it and then actually do what I talked about um, so you gotta say it with me this time or say it however you want but you know what's
0: the word i say be good okay
1: okay so um for everybody out there listening thank you for listening we really appreciate it i'm happy to have dan here thank you dan for being on um yeah so wherever you are uh out there in podcast land whatever you're up to i hope you're having a good morning good day good afternoon whatever it happens to be and we'll uh catch you on the next one be Be good.
0: good